everyone. Welcome to the 25th episode of the Cheesy Controller Podcast, quarter of a hundred. I'm your host, Anton LaPlatte. With me, as always, is Jalen Roberts. Here we go. And Madrid Devon. What's happening? Chris is unable to be with us on this impromptu recording, and we have some background dogs for your enjoyment. We have a jam-packed show for you guys this week. We're going to be talking about the Game Awards, the Capcom Cup, uh, the Outlook for Next Year, the Monster Hunter World Beta, Final Fantasy Franchise, Fighting Games, and the new Hearthstone expansion. It kind of was like, it was like, welcome to Season 7. I'm like, nope, cancel that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not about to solo queue my first game no, and just no, like baby. get obliterated. And then... Oh no, you would be fine to be completely honest. Everybody's playing Destiny right now. True. We so, did just get the expansion. We did just get the expansion. I did do well. Like, I hopped on Overwatch earlier, did a couple games. That was, like, nice to, like... You played any new characters? I played Moira for a minute. Mm. And I played since Doomfist, so... Mm. Yeah. All... And, like, it's funny that I feel like Arissa's still a new character. And Arissa's been out for, like, nine months? A hot minute. Yeah, Arissa... I've been using, like, Arissa in competitive... Yeah, I feel like Jeez. playing earlier, I saw I saw a little bit of everything. I saw Lucio's out there. I mean, Lucio's not a bad pick, but there's better picks. That's because they fucked up his healing, and then they dropped another healer, so it's like... Right. Oh, bro, she's insane. Yeah, Moira is pretty is. cool of a hero. All right, so... Game Awards were the other night, Thursday night... And we are actually recording on a Sunday, which isn't our normal recording day, because I couldn't wait six days to talk about the insanity that was the That's Game Awards. That's how fucking serious it was. Right. The Game Awards had... I'm going to be honest. For once, I cared about the Game Awards. <laughs> like, I don't normally care about this stuff, because it's one of those, like, I'm only here to see if they drop anything important. It was a big And deal. sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. They definitely did this year. Right. They kept. They keep comparing it, the Game Awards, back in some of its other iterations because it was the Video Game Awards, then it was VGX, then yeah. now it's just the Game Awards. And the Game Awards has since has been online only. And I forget where some of these things fall in the timeline, but The Last of Us was announced at this same show. Mm-hmm. Skyrim was announced at this show. Another one. So we've had big game announcements in the past, but I feel like this one, minute for minute, like there were games on there that I had never heard of that I'm like, I want to play this now. Prepare your wallet. Definitely. Just prepare your wallet. Does your soul still burn? <laughs> the <Yo>. like <laughs> best moment of that entire like I'm probably gonna play like Soul Calibur casually. Right. But I mean, that Just only confirms the, that, like, 2018 is going to be the year of the fighter. Well, no. Ooh, you might be right. No. Like, I mean, no, amongst, just, no, amongst other wall. things, but fighting games is like... Dragon Ball Z. Street Fighter Street season Fighters three. are Yeah, Arcade Mode comes out in January. Sakura is in season three. Yeah. That's no. all that I need. I, I said, yeah. I said yeah. this earlier. Yeah. They, I said this last recording. Uh, the first character of season three is probably going to either be Sakura Sagat with the other following. Yeah, uh, they released all of them at the Capcom Cup earlier today. So we haven't gotten a chance to process that yet, but they also announced a collection of all 12 Street Fighter arcade games. With online support. Well, they have online support for, like, the best versions of each of them. Well, yeah, like uh, Alpha 3. Right. Because <laughs> it's Alpha 3. 
They have Alpha 3. They have, like, Turbo Street Fighter 2 Arcade Edition. Like, Arcade Perfect framing and everything. Oh, man. Back when pairing was brutal. So, that's something. If And that's 2018, too. So, yeah, 2018 is really going to be the year of the fighter that we Get have. your thumbs ready. We have Dissidia NT and Dragon Ball Fighters in January. Yep. Then we have... Later in the year, we have Tekken. Well, all the major fighting games are getting big DLCs yeah. this yeah, year. Yeah, like Noctis is hitting Final Fantasy. I mean, okay. not Final Fantasy. Uh, Tekken. I really hope Street Fighter comes out <clears throat> somewhere in this. Oh, then what about Fighter. the Arc System? Smash Bros. Oh, Blaze Blue Cross Battle. Yeah, Blaze Blue Cross Battle. <sighs> yeah, Arc System it. work. I can't deal with you. You're already making a Dragon Ball Z game and the Cross game. And, Take my money. Bandai Namco's doing Tekken, and now they're going to be doing, what was the other Bandai Namco? Oh, One's Justice. So hopefully that's a fighting game. I hope that's a fighting game. It, like, better be a fighting game. Like, let's be real. If y'all are listening, make that a fighting game. Make that a fighting game. Right. I just need to run rounds of that. Just... Right. It, so the issues, Bandai Namco makes two types of games. Fighting games and musos, especially when it comes to their anime franchises. Mm-hmm. So Soul Calibur Six, we have Soul Calibur Six. We have Dragon Which Ball Fighters, soft, Dissidia NT. It's a soft reboot. Yeah, that like the plot of Soul Calibur Six is we're going back to the plot of Soul Calibur One. All right. Well, I haven't been able to take a deep dive on any of these games just because I've been playing so much Zelda to try and do the DLC content. Because the trailer for that DLC during the Game Awards sold me. That, that was like bike, a... Hmm? That bike, though. That yeah. bike. That bike, though. Right. Korok sees Here I Come if I get that bike. But... <laughs> yeah, uh, the Game Awards, Nintendo did something very not... Nin- they did a couple very not Nintendo things. They came on stage and they pulled a Master Sword from the ground, did... Um, the Master Sword Slash, and then revealed Zelda DLC Pack 2, which, and they released it that night, which is something that's very not Nintendo. I expected them to talk about the DLC, because that's one of the first times we ever saw Breath of the Wild was at at the Game Awards a few years ago. So, they have a lineage of showing Zelda content at the Game Awards, and... I was like, oh, they're going to talk about the Champions Ballad DLC because we knew it had to come out before the end of the year. And they said, available tonight, which is something you almost never see Nintendo do. See, so they beyonce did. Yeah. Everything was going to get real when Nintendo actually rejoined the console war. And then they did. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, we've been stocking up. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's literally, they were like, we've done our art projects, we've had our fun, we played with motion controls, we played with the second tablet, we're coming for you now. I mean, this is for this system to be as underpowered as it is. It, but then it also shows. That, but it also shows what's important in the game console. You got to have that library. And well, we're starting to get to the point that there are days, like complete days, where it's just like a pile of garbage is shoveled into the Switch eShop. Like it's. <laughs> I mean, we've that's, gotten to that. That's point bound that, to happen. It's bound to happen. It's yeah, it took PS4 a few years to get there, though. I had a few darling indies before Tennis in the Face hit PS4. Tennis in the Face is on Switch now. <laughs> Nobody go play Tennis in the Face. Because we don't need these, like, <laughs> rush trash indies when we can have high-quality, 
like third parties are trying to develop for the Switch. We have Mega Man 11 coming. We have the Legacy Collection 1 and 2 and the X Collection coming. We have Bayonetta 1, 2, and 3 coming to the Switch. We have all of these games that we have confirmed are all coming. And third parties are jumping more and more on. Uh, the Street Fighter Arcade Collection that's coming to... It's coming to PS4, Xbox One, Steam, and the Switch. So even Capcom, one of the more bullish publishers about putting content on the Switch, is now with Mega Man and Street Fighter putting content on the Switch. Speaking of Capcom, I forgot to mention this last time, but I'm happy they're actually keeping up with their promises about doing their franchises have decently these days. Right. Because they were like... They had a great year, in my opinion. Like, yeah, I mean, Street Resi- Fighter 5, Resident Evil 7 yeah. was good. Like, that's... <clears throat> that's a good game. Street Fighters turning good. Like the new they V systems are gonna be cool. Mega Man. Oh, they, they announced the new uh not a new but uh Devil May Cry one through three. Yeah, they're yep. they're remapping one through three, so Fuck we yeah. may get Yeah, which means uh, I can Devil just crack May out on three five. again. Yes. Just play I that Virgil. Fight. Virgil? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you can already play four and DMC, so now you'll be able to play the entire Devil May Cry. Yeah, I have DMC lineage on DMC is a good game. It, the thing about it is it's good, <laughs> but it's not good enough. It's not good well, no, enough. DMC could have been... No, I'm you saying... Could've... No, I'm not going to pretend like DMC, if they went along with their original plans and not listened to the whiny babies they call fans, that game could have been something great. Yeah. But what I they got... stuck to their guns. I liked what I got. I'm, I no, I'm not saying what I got was bad, but it's one of those, what I got could have been better. And, you're like, you could see it there. Like, you could... Like, for example, there's a patch of white on the back of Dante's head that makes no sense... Throughout the entirety of the game, there's just a white patch on the back of his head yeah. that's distracting. That's probably an asset from some story moment that they cut out. I mean, for that, for what that game was, because I, I tried playing Devil May Cry 4, wasn't really clicking with me because I was used to more platinum style hack and slash games or like yeah. God of War mm-hmm. in that same period of time which I understand are much easier than DMC f- 1 through 4 I hope you can time your parries right <laughs> I hope you can t- <laughs> but I mean that's all Bayonetta was but I it didn't f- like I literally came off of Dante's Inferno God of War the HD collection of 1 and 2 and um, Bayonetta 1, the original, like, my original playthrough of that game, into Devil May Cry 4, because that was the same style of game. Oh, and Star Wars The Force Unleashed on PS3. I so, mean, those Force, were the games. I, I mean, I, I'd, if, if I could get another Force Unleashed, yeah. or a game like Force Unleashed, I don't I'd be... Fantastic. to do it. I need the EA partnership with... Oh, no, with, no, no, if I, okay, if I could pick a studio for a game like that, I'd pick, like... Platinum or the Devil May Cry team, or, or Team Santa Ninja. Monica. Team Ninja, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I even team... I don't, uh, team Ninja games because if you go back, wait, and who play, made Ninja Gaiden? That's Team, team Ninja. Ninja. Okay, if you go back and play Ninja Gaiden now, Ninja Gaiden's mechanics don't hold. The up. fucking camera was the fatal flaw in Ninja Gaiden. Yeah, yeah, but that was also in a time where cameras were just. I mean, we were all used to that. Generally cameras, terrible. Like playing, I, like, yeah, we can, we I played Ninja Gaiden Sigma Two Plus on the Vita a little while ago, and those games really just don't. I hold actually up. played a little bit of Ninja Gaiden Two, the three sixty one. Yeah, that it, the same game. Yeah, 
Yeah, 2 got re-released on PlayStation consoles as Sigma 2. Oh. So all the Sigma games are the PlayStation names. So it's Ninja Gaiden Sigma and Sigma Plus. All the Plus versions were the Vita versions. Gotcha. So, yeah. If you play Ninja Gaiden 1 or 2, and then <coughs> 3 was where everything went off the rails because it was Ninja Gaiden 3, and then it was Ninja Gaiden 3 Razor's Edge, which was the good version. And then that version came to Wii first. Then they just... Who made Hellblade? That's, um... Ninja Theory. Yeah. Okay. Different group of ninjas. It's... One makes Devil May Cry, and one makes Dead or Alive. <laughs> no, I think... Oh, n- wait. Ninja Theory makes Dead or Alive? No, Team Ninja. Team Ninja it's... makes Dead or Alive and Ninja Gaiden. And then mm-hmm. Ninja Theory made Enslaved, Hellblade, and... What was the other one? What? Ninja Theory made... It's on the tip of my tongue. But, okay. Off of that... Uh, Heavenly Sword. Heavenly Sword. That's that's the, the one. And that's where it went into Hellblade. Yeah. So, um, the Game Awards, we talked about Bayonetta, but I need to have like this moment that I literally had to get up because I was freaking out so heavily. So they announced Bayonetta 1 and 2, the collection is coming to Switch in Janu- in February. February 16th, so, like, that's already pre-ordered on Amazon. I'm I mean, not playing... That confirms that February will be the greatest month. Yeah. Oh, February yeah. is about to be unnecessarily February late. next year also, is Atlanta's about to be the back. most jam... In February? In February. Shit. Yeah. Wait, what? Atlanta's, Atlanta's coming back. Right, Atlanta's in February. <laughs> Black Panther's in February. I literally... Yeah. I need to take February off of my job <laughs> and just consume... Nonstop through the month of February. Because you should. Like, there's 100%. no way. Backlog from 2017. Like, <laughs> all the stuff that January in 2018 is already packed. Man. Here we Get your Prepare go. your body. Prepare your prepare, body. Prepare your wallet. Prepare <laughs> your body. And then they showed Death Stranding at the Game Awards. They showed, like, what was it? Like a Holy shit, that trailer. was the most that, disturbing okay, thing okay. I don't know what watched. I watched. Did you watch it in 4K? That's all I could think I didn't, watching it. I didn't watch I it in like, 4K. I don't need to see that super I need detail. to see that in 4K. Right. I, 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 I need to see that. the first thing I thought watching it. I was like, I wish I was watching was, it Because the thing is, I watched what the entirety the of the Game Awards from my station at work. Dang. That's crazy. And when that Death Standard started, I was like, I'll be back. <laughs> right. Death Stranding, like, and that was, it was like... Back to back to back. So it's Zelda DLC, Bayonetta 1 and 2, Bayonetta 3 announcement, and then right after that is Death Stranding. So it's like, I think I've become a Nintendo <laughs> fanboy again. On. PlayStation's no- like Norman Reedus here. had the perfect response. I love this man, but I need someone to explain to me what I just watched. <laughs> Bruh. Like, bruh. Death Stranding is going to make absolutely no sense People until are debating Death Stranding if it has 5 actual comes out. Death Stranding. <laughs> Death Stranding will make absolutely no sense until, like, you see the secret ending of Death Stranding 3 in, like, three generations of and then And then you'll find out an important secret of it if you do by mistake. Like, in Metal Gear 3, if you kill Ocelot the first time you can kill him, it'll create a time paradox and it's an automatic game over. I mean, like if you win game over. No, like a straight up, you lose because of the time. It, it will say game over, and if you wait a minute, it'll say time paradox. 
You jump the gun. You jump the gun. <laughs> Just. But I mean, a lot of games have had that. I mean, I feel like Kojima games are really fourth wall breaking, and I feel like a lot of that is being carried out by Yoko Taro now. Yeah. I like Yoko Taro is the Kojima. If Kojima could put out a game, if Kojima <laughs> didn't work for Konami. <laughs> Well, no, Co- he's on leash now, Co- right? Shit, and dude. that's the problem. We're never. Gonna <laughs> We're about see to have a month-long boss battle, and it's just going to be like, it's going to be a, yep, <laughs> it's going to be a month. <laughs> We're going to watch a three-week-long movie, and that's going to be Look. the opening cinematic for Death Stranding. <laughs> yep. Look, you got to go I, purchase. The I love my game. crazy developers, David Cage, Kojima, Suda Fifty One. I love my crazy developers because I need Yoko Taro. Yoko Taro, it's like. I just need the crazy developers being crazy and right because I'm about I d- it. definitely like Suda. Yeah. Like I can't wait for no more heroes on Switch. Actually, let me add that to my yep. wish list really quick. Yep. Speaking of like action games and stuff from Software, can you just actually tell me what I saw? Okay, please? have you seen some of the theories on this? One of their older fr- a, a franchise that they have not made a game in, but now they own the rights to because they absorbed whatever developer <laughs> owned the rights to it. Um, had a central theme was Shadows Die. And so whatever they're saying, they might, because apparently a Bloodborne sequel doesn't seem really feasible. No, 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 no. I I believe right after they said, after they dropped Dark Souls 3, when they said Dark Souls 3 is going to be the last Dark Souls game we're making for a while, I think one of the things they also said they weren't going to be making for a while would be Bloodborne. Well, no, they just said uh, Dark Souls in that interview. I know what you're talking about. But the thing about not doing Dark Souls is that kind of opened it up for Bloodborne. They also own they also, Armored Core. Yeah, no, they already said they're working on an Armored Core. So, like, 2018 from software making an Armored Core game, in my opinion, is, like, the best thing they could do. Oh, yeah. those games are super intriguing. Put it in sci-fi. Let me, like, really, like, get into that game. I feel like that an Armored Core yeah. from modern from software would be insane. Oh, yeah. It's the same way PlayStation... So, Zone of the Enders is coming, getting re-released in 2018 as well. And that's coming with the VR mode. The Wipeout Collection was just announced at PSX to have VR support. The Last Guardian VR was just announced. Speaking of VR, for all you Christmas people, there's going to be a discount on the VR. Yeah, VR is basically the same Black Friday deal as extended um you can get the skyrim bundle for 50 dollars off i think just saying vr is actually being a thing people are making stuff for it yeah Yeah. um dan Harmon's vr company is putting out two games on psvr next year the virtual rickality game is coming and what is it accounting plus jeez rick that's just gonna be kind of insane oh yeah did you see the trailer (laughs) for accounting plus that's insane yeah, that is like that, that's one of Rick those. I don't know. I don't know what I watched no because it's. I don't know what I watched because I feel like um, it happened super fast and nobody was. Expecting I feel like it. I was in the Matrix. I got plugged in and just a bunch of information was just thrown in my face. Yeah, something just green about characters Satan. just. And you just got to process everything. No, it was just things happen. Things happen. Things happen. Things happen. Things happen. It was, it like, was like sensory overload about basically Satan and accounting. It sounds like my type of game. Yeah, and oh, yeah. it's in VR. And it's like, in VR. It's going to be lit. They announced a sequel to Job Simulator, Vacation Simulator. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm really excited. Like, what are VR. Those? No days off. 
<laughs> job simulator. Live in a future where no one has to work, so everyone pretends to have a job. <laughs> I don't see how y'all niggas working nine to five. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about our wish list for next year and the outlook for the first several months of the year. Look, it's going to be late. <laughs> hey, that's why you should be playing near. All right. You can get your fix. And we're back. So next year, between the Game Awards and Nintendo releasing things and leaks online, and Nintendo's spent a lot of time giving one sentence to a game. The new Fire Emblem is coming to Switch. The new Animal Crossing is coming to Switch. The new Pokemon is coming to Switch. Metroid Prime 4 is coming to Switch. That's all the details that we have on any of those games. And Nintendo, in 2017, did not delay a single game. So we had one first-party Nintendo game every month from March to December. Like, Nintendo laid out a roadmap of their games. Other com- other developers delayed games, but yeah. no <clears throat> Nintendo first-party game. Even Xenoblade released worldwide within the first year of the Switch being out. And that, for that track record, is crazy for any first-party. So Yeah, and that's also the track record Nintendo needs, because... Like, every console will have, like, a period of a drought, but the last two Nintendo consoles had really, really bad droughts. Oh, I mean, Nintendo's... Like you said, Nintendo's always had droughts. I mean, every game system has droughts. There'll be times, like, look at Xbox. Right. (laughs) Xbox this generation is a drought. (laughs) It's a drought. So, but I mean, Switch, every single month has put out a game. We had Zelda, we had... Mario Kart, we had Splatoon, we had Rabbids. ARMS, we had Rabbids. Well, Rabbids wasn't the first party game for that month. Oh. Yeah, that's a Ubisoft developed game. So, uh, we got Pokin, we got we got so many big games this year, like I haven't even been able to play like half of them. Okay, let me go see who's barking. So, yeah, this year I haven't even gotten a chance to play all the first-party Nintendo games. And, I mean, there are certain ones like Xenoblade that I just have no desire to play whatsoever. I mean, do you really need another JRPG when Persona came out this year? My argument earlier, Angelina asked me about Xenoblade because she was talking about game crossovers. And I'm like, yeah, Noctis is in Tekken. Like, we have... Like, all kinds of game crossovers. Like, uh... Link was in Soul Calibur. B2 is in Gravity Rush 2. Like... So, there are just all these crossovers of games. And I talked about how there is a Xenoblade quest in Breath of the Wild. And... Angelina's like, what's that game? I'm like, it's pretty much everything I hate in a video game. (laughs) In one video game. Like, it's a long, grueling, lore-heavy, like, they announce, they put a bunch of proper nouns in your face up front, and it's like, okay, so you just are dumping, like, this whole universe on me, and it's not even that good of gameplay. Capital JRPG. Yeah. Capital JRPG. (laughs) Capital J, capital R capital P, capital G, like, there is, this is the most tropesy 
like by the books JRPG you could do and like in a year where I I have Persona 5 my argument was in my room I have all the nominees for game of the year except for PUBG and at any moment like I've been playing Zelda like crazy like I just got the master sword and I'm trying nice. to beat all the I finally got the Goron quest going for the Divine Beast so on Death Mountain, so I can do all four of the Divine Beasts. Those, do, trying to just go straight into the Goron one shows me that that is the actual worst part of the game. <clears throat> for me to have been loving even the shrines, like I've been doing harder and harder shrines, like finding more Koroxes and that are hidden more elaborately. I mean, because lava levels are secretly the second worst level in games because I've... it's pretty much a water level except the water kills you but i mean there's no lava it's just giant exploding rock it's an escort mission ah <laughs> leading <laughs> so the, none of the divine be- there's a reason i have all the divine beast quests to the point where i can literally go do the divine beast and i haven't done any of them because doing the zora one on wii u showed me I this makes me dread playing this game, and then now today going into the Goron one, last night slash today going into the Goron one, dealing with that is like I just don't like the Divine Beast in that game, but I have to beat all four of them to access the DLC, which seems extremely awesome, and I need that motorcycle in my life. That bike though. That bike though. Now Link being in Mario Kart is now Zelda canon. So we got the, <laughs> there's that to process, but yeah, in a year where Persona Five was released, I have Horizon Zero Dawn, I have Nier Automata, I have Breath of the Wild, I have Mario Odyssey, and then like a tier below that, I have Stardew Valley, I have Minecraft, I have just access Rocket League, Doom, all these games. Too many choices. Just absorb your time. Too many choices. Too many choices of just way better games. Not just that, but also, like, this is just something I see that's been happening in games for a while. But at this point, it's just like, there's so many games out there. You're just going to pick the very specific things that you like. But, I mean, I've never liked a Zelda game before this. I I realized at 18 that I had never played a Zelda game. So I then went and got what was, like, considered the top five Zelda games. And I was like, okay... So there has to be something in here that'll catch me. I tried Wind Waker. I tried A Link to the Past. I tried A Link Between Worlds. I tried Majora's Mask. The only one out of the top, like the pantheon of Zelda games that I didn't give a shot was Ocarina of Time. Just because at that point in time, it would have been way more trouble to get a copy of Ocarina of Time. Especially after trying A Link to the Past, A Link Between Worlds, Majora's Mask, and... Wind Waker, and not none of them grabbing me the way that Breath of the Wild has. Breath of the Wild grabbed me in the way that I expected Zelda to three, four, five years ago, giving all those games a chance. So, for, like, the fact that Zelda is still on track to be my Game of the Year 2017 is crazy to me. If you had told me last year, next year your Game of the Year is going to be a Zelda game... In a year where Destiny 2 came out, in a year where Persona 5 came out, in a year where, like, I like Mario games better than I like Zelda games, and Zelda, like, Breath of the Wild is definitely beating out Mario Odyssey. 
I feel that. And I'm in the middle of an escort mission. I should not be feeling this up on a game in the middle of an escort mission. Yeah, escort missions suck. Which is why I'm surprised <laughs> that I kind of want an Eco remake along with Shadow of the Colossus. I want to play all of Team Eco's games in succession. I want to play Eco, then I want to play Shadow, then I want to play The Last Guardian. Okay, the only one I've actually put a lot of time in was Shadow of the Colossus, but I played a little Eco. And well, I Shadow like, next <laughs> year like that. Oh no, I'm I'm, I'm like, excited for I'm that. about Shadow, but we got a I date really, for that, didn't I, we? It, I'm not sure, but I really hope they just fixed those Team Eco controls. Cause well, apparently there's a modern control scheme. Thank in you. Sh- it's probably going to be in Shadow, but yeah. in The Last Guardian, there was a control scheme that was called like modern. Good, because those Team I- Eco, con- Eco controls just... You want to talk about things not aging well. They didn't age when they were, when they came out. <laughs> they like, weren't those control Those controls are like... When it comes to Team Eco games, for me, the worst parts have always been the controls. Right, and that's one of the things that I've been... Like, Assassin's Creed fixed its combat system this year. I feel like a lot of games have been modernizing their control schemes. Like, when you get newer things, like Crash is controlled. Controlled how they controlled. And I mean... Yeah, but the th- I think the problem with Crash's control was the upped frame rate. Well, I mean... I don't know what... Because... I don't know about any of the technical specs, and it'd be better if Chris were here to elaborate on this, but the difference between... For my understanding of the Crash Insane Trilogy is that it tried to be a shot-for-shot remake of those games, and, I mean, if if that's what you're going for, keeping the control scheme exactly the same is what you want to do. But any game that gets remastered, you should definitely... Because even in an HD remaster, they can throw in new content. And if yeah. that new content is just an updated control scheme, I'm fine. I mean, I'm fine with that because, I, the, like I said, the worst part of Shadow of the Colossus was the controls. Cause... And I, I'm seriously, now that Monster Hunter World, we've tried the beta and it's not really our cup of tea. I wasn't feeling it. It. I see the I potential, re- but like at the same time, the execution You can was... kill the Rathalos. I saw on Twitter today somebody killed the Rathalos that we just stumbled across, and it's like, yo, don't piss this off. We're like, okay, we're gonna go after what we're which doing. hunt, the second hunt or the third? I think it was the second hunt. We were in the treetops, and like he stole his egg, and it took off. Oh yeah, the red dragon thing. Yeah, that's the Rathalos. And that sounds pleasant. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, you can kill that in the beta, but. Yeah, the Monster Hunter World Beta is probably still going on now. Probably will be over by the time this podcast released. Um, yeah, it ends Tuesday. Okay, cool. That means but, I will have a chance to actually get my hands on it. I mean, it's extremely short. It's three 20-minute hunts. I mean, it's you can, with me, I just want to see how the controls feel. Like, that's my thing. It Not good. Fe- <laughs> it feels like playing Monster Hunter with a real controller for the first time. I've never played it on anything but a handheld. So I played it on PSP, which didn't have dual dual. I mean, sticks. I've only ever played it on PSP. And I played the demo of every single Monster Hunter demo, because there's like five Monster Hunter demos on 3DS. I played all of them. And I played the Monster Hunter Double Cross demo on Switch. And I mean, Switch, it was nice having a real controller, but it was still, that's just a port of a 3DS game. This is like... Yeah. For 
in my perspective of Monster Hunter games, and I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I'm the Monster Hunter expert, but in my experience with Monster Hunter games, it's the most fluid, but it's still extremely, like, deliberate and static. I mean, it's, it's one of those, it's soul-style combat. That's the thing about it. You have to be meticulous with your stuff, like... I'm going to go here. I want to hit this part of the animals. Like but the game makes you play it so action-y. Like, they run way quicker than I've ever seen a monster run from a certain engagement in any of the Monster Hunter that I've played. Yeah, they would dip the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, they'd be like, oh, we took two hits. We are gone. Like, oh, two his, his stages came through to play. the map. Now, fortunately, there's no loading screens between zones, like, on... Yeah. Every iteration of Monster Hunter that I've played. Because I made that the absolute worst. Oh, right. Imagine yeah. something dipping and then you have to sit for two minutes on a um on a loading screen. But what I but the thing about it though is like what I used to do in those Monster Hunter games is I was always put traps by the entrances of the zones. Like, oh I can go to the zone through here, set a trap. Monster runs away. Oh. This is what you get for running away. Yeah, get trapped. It's like I said. It's not bad though. Like I, I need to try out the actual game, like straight up. Yeah, I feel that with friends, preferably. Right. We. That's, I mean, that's the thing about this Monster Hunter, though. I feel like that's the big thing about it. Like they really want to. They want to accentuate the uh, whole you could play online with your friends thing on a modern console. Right, and I mean, you know what really sucks, though? It's not straightforward party system. It's not like partying up in something like Destiny or Overwatch. You use friend codes. I had to send Madrid my lobby code, which had intercapped letters. And I'm done. <laughs> and I'm and done. Numbers and numbers. Nope, nope, And I'm, it I'm changed. Done. Like, we had yeah. two rounds where it was the same code, so it's like, oh, just hop back in the same... Lobby. I still had to type it out again, you know, that was playing. And then it changed. Nah. 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 You nope. can search and then nope. you know I'm out. I'm out. You might find it. It might be at the top. It Look, developers. Bottom. If your party system does not involve I send my friend an invite and then they're in my game. Yeah, there you was it, it it literally asked me, Would you like to recruit players to your game? I'm like, Yes. Cool. And it just, apparently, ju that just put me in the matchmaking pool <laughs> and didn't let me invite anybody. Oh, you have actual friends? <laughs> okay. Who do you think you are? Right, you're playing Monster Hunter. You're obviously lonely. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, we I'm did. hoping that's just a beta thing. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they said about Battlefront loot boxes. We see how that went. <laughs> I mean, I can, I kind of give Capcom the benefit of the doubt just because they've been doing so much right lately. But and I mean, for Monster Hunter fans, I'm sure that this game is exactly what they've wanted. Oh yeah, like I'm sure anybody who's played who played Monster Hunter Generations or Monster Hunter Four Ultimate or any of these recent Monster Hunters. Since it's been basically exiled to the 3DS, this is exactly what they have wanted. It has PS4 Pro support. It's was like, it like a Wii or Wii U version. There was a Wii and a Wii U. I want to say Monster Hunter 3 was on Wii and Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate was on Wii U and 3DS. Cool. And then 4 Ultimate was just 3DS. 
and then they had Cross, which came to America's Generations, and then there's Double Cross, which is on 3DS and Switch in Japan, but that's apparently not coming to America. So I have the Japanese demo, and it has hunts on it, but, like, if I were to show Madrid Monster Hunter Double Cross, which is the last Monster Hunter game before Monster Hunter World, he'd be like, yo, this is a generational leap. Like, it really is... Like, when somebody starts engaging the monster... Remember how a few years ago every game would have, like, a guiding light that would guide you Mm -hmm. somewhere? Like, Bioshock Infinite had it. And, like, a bunch of games would literally have push a button and we'd tell you which way to go. Yeah. Once somebody engages the monster, a literal, like, crowd of fireflies is like, go this way. Oh, yeah, they over here. Right. (laughs) Good, because it would suck to... Accidentally engage the Rathion and have your friends be on the other side of the map. I was really close. I thought about it. I was like, is this the monster? I'll try my I, If I weren't following a trail of footsteps to where the actual monster we were hunting was, I would have attacked the Rathalos. I'm like, oh, that makes sense for the hardest hunt in the game to be attacking that. The dynamic monsters fighting each other is really cool to That's, see in action. That was pretty cool. Like, every time it'd be like, oh, shit, like, which one are we fighting? Like, we had those moments of, like, we're fighting something, we knock it on the ground, it lands on, like, the edge of something's nest. That thing comes out of the ground, grabs it by its neck, and slams it into the ground. Yeah. And this whole time, we're like... That snake slug thing, like, that shit was kind of insane. He yeah. wrapped Buddy up, hit a fucking primary lotus, and called it a day. And then, you know, of course... Yeah, with the serving. primary lotus? With the primary lotus. <laughs> Dang! Yeah, it yeah. Was like, the fights got brutal. Like, monster v. monster. There were certain points where, like, we're just gonna we're just stay like, out the way... Like, sit back and watch. And let them fight each other. Like, we may have extended our hunt a little bit, but, like... It was worth it. I ain't getting caught up in that. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, I'm not about to get caught up in... Like, this thing is... one At one point, one monster sprouted wings and started breathing fire. So... <laughs> yeah, that oh. was... Oh, that was intense. I mean, did not see that coming. For we didn't finish that one. We right, we were time. almost done though. Like yeah. we had cut its tail off. We right. were like one of the people there. quit on us. So it was like, yeah, he we died down and just never came back. He's like, oh well. If yeah, he just game. abandoned the Shame. mission altogether. So next year's gonna be dumb. It's just. Next year's going to be crazy. Get ready for content. And, you know, the best month is going to be February. February, we got Black Panther, we got Bayonetta 1 and 2, we got, like... Yeah, that's... Bayonetta 1 and 2 is actually the thing that's going to get me to get a Switch. That's it. By February, bro. By February. (laughs) I'm getting it. They have a a Bayonetta edition, right? Switch? No, not yet. They've shown a collector's edition that's only in Japan and Europe. And because the Switch is region-free, I might get it. But it's a steel bookcase, and that's the only way to get a physical edition of Bayonetta 1. Because in the U.S., you get a physical edition of Bayonetta 2 and a download code for Bayonetta 1. Which, I mean, is completely fine with me. That's cool. My, neither, my system's not full, and my SD card's not full. So, just, I'll download it, no problem. Have both of those games with me at all times, no matter what. Uh, like, I was excited to play through Bayonetta 1 again. I bought it on Black Friday Steam sale, 
just so like if I got a PC by the end of the year. But now Bayonetta 1 and 2, which originally was only on Wii U, and is the one Wii U game I regret not playing. Because that game was out of print by the time I got a Wii U. And, like, finding it was hard. And then by the time they put out a reprint, my Wii U was, like... I think I had a Switch by the time they, like... Jeez. There was another wave of prints of Bayonetta 2 on the Wii U. And at that point, they had already teased it on Switch. So, I mean, Mighty Number... Not Mighty Number 9. Wonderful 101... (laughs) fucking video game names (laughs) um wonderful 101 is inevitably next which makes me have hope that near automata okay how many of those madrid just stumbled upon a treasure trove of beer in the studio modelo we just found i saw a modelo commercial earlier with like the first hispanic astronaut (laughs) (laughs) that was pretty cool and madrid just there's oh, no, more? good. Yeah, there's like <laughs> two more. Wow, so we just got a complete round of beers like, that we didn't know we had, so life's good. Twenty five point one. Right, kick it into overdrive. There it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so, we covered the Game Awards, we covered the Capcom Cup. So, we covered some of the announcements from that, but Madrid, you actually got to watch the Grand Finals? Yeah, I watched the Grand Finals, and uh, this dude from the Dominican Republic, what was his name? Uh, Man... Don't name? say Mandigo. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Manda RD was, or something. It was like Manda RD or something. Yeah. Esports player name. Yo, like, voting in the Game Awards, like, online voting... Like, you could vote from Google. You could just Google, like, trending gamer vote and click on who you wanted and submit votes. Or, like, game of the year vote. And so, sometimes I'd fall down the rabbit hole of voting for every category. (laughs) And there would be the issue of... I saw that. Yep, it was like, uh... Yeah, Cody's back. Cody's back. Cody's back. Sakura... Right, Sakura's back. Who else is back? Uh, Blanc is back. So we're talking about the season three of Street Fighter Five DLC that's coming along. Uh, is the first character with the arcade edition update? Uh, the first character, everything, yeah, everything. January eighteenth. No, arcade edition comes out. I have no idea on arcade edition's release date. Um, I want to say it's either the sixteenth or the eighteenth. Yeah. It's 16th. So everything on the 16th, Arcade Edition drops. Everyone who already owns Street Fighter Five gets the free update. Yeah. And I have the Season 1 and 2 DLC. Does that affect... Here's the thing. Is there a way to get stages... Is there, like, a stage pack for that game? Not that I know of. Because I have absolutely zero DLC stages, and I feel like there are more DLC stages than stages that were included with the game. I'm pretty sure there is. Definitely. DLC characters like I have season one and two's characters and both of those packs have brought me they've both justified their purchase like I like I really like the redesigns they've been giving these characters the classic characters oh yeah definitely like, like the redesigns have been the costume been game has been on point too with Street but, Fighter. but I also like the fact that they're dropping two new characters every pack 
Well, I mean, that's a good mix. That's yeah. a good mix. No, it's yeah. good. No, it's no, it's definitely a good mix. Two new, four old. Yeah, I'm about that. Out of like for this to be season three and them still making new characters and not just rehashing, like most games will get to a certain point and it's like you have to start. Well, yeah, that was there has to be a classic that was one of the reasons. There was a reason why Street Fighter Five was the way it like pretty much remade so many characters because there was like seven Shoto characters in, by the end of Street Fighter 4. And by Shoto, I'm talking about, like, all the characters who play like Ryu. Ryu, Ken, Akuma, Sakura, Oni, Evil Ryu. Like, we Speaking had... of which, when are we getting <laughs> Ryu, Evil Ryu in Street Fighter 5? I feel like I would rather Evil Ryu be a V-Trigger. That'd be dope. Yeah, that would be That cool. would be dope. Like, because I don't feel like... Because the... Sh- I don't want to go back to that shadow problem where it's like we have seven characters that play so similarly. Yeah, I feel. What's my the favorite roster? is Sakura. The roster started off with what twelve fighters, and then we got six each season. Yep. So I mean, Street Fighter Five is a bigger game now, and especially going into the arcade edition in season three than it was at launch. And this shows me like this shows Capcom's flexibility. Like, this episode, we we have to title something The Capcom Cheese or something. Because Capcom really... 2017, not uh, Nintendo, this was their year. But, like, Capcom secretly, between Resident Evil, between announcing Mega Man 11, between... I mean, it's just Street Capcom keeping up with their promises. That's what it was. Capcom said they were going to do something, and Capcom yeah, delivered. They're doing something. Right. They're, like, like, they the sauce done has done been <laughs> delivered. Well, I mean, all it took was getting your main property outsold by Pokin. That's all it took. <laughs> That's all it took. Right. you got to take a hard look at reality. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, but we still have problems, because Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite is still a garbage fire. Yeah, yeah you guys completely forgot about that one. Like, we it's think Resident Evil, we think. Capcom. Infinite? I mean, the game, the game, the game itself is fun. Like, I enjoy playing I that just, game. It's just one of those. Art, my thing like, is the roster. It's going to be better in like yeah, a the, year. it's going to be better in like a year. It's going to take the Street Fighter approach, and it's just going to be better. A but bit. I am slightly worried about that, though. The fact yeah. that you they're know, playing the long game. I, it's a fighting game. I don't want to play the long game on a fighter. I need instant gratification. I, I. It's like I need my roster so I can make my team and get good. Exactly. Like I. That's the thing about it. Like, fighting games being, like, one of the highest skill cap games out there. Because, like, you got to have time to practice and stuff. And if you don't give a good roster from the jump, that's... I'm going to go play a game with, that does. Yeah. Right. Because Dissidia's roster... If they added Noxus, I would have been nuts. straight. I would have been... Oh. Cloud was my main. And then Lightning. Terra. Like, Terra... I mean, uh, I can play as all the good characters because that was the story mode, like yeah. in Dissidia One, like playing mm-hmm. as every all the heroes of all the Final Fantasy games. Like you get good. Like Squall was like my least favorite character. What? And I, I mean, I don't. I haven't Squall. played it, so. Yeah. Oh man, Dissidia, we're gonna have some. Oh yeah. Dissidia, like you guys are gonna Dragon Ball is way more up your alley, but like if you guys want to like. Catch me lost in a fighting game in 2018. It's going to be the city of NT. Hey, I'm all about that Final Fantasy shit. My pre-orders are for next year. So all my 2018 pre-orders came... Or 20... God. All my 2017 <laughs> pre-orders came through. Uh, we had a little bit of bumps along the road here and there. But, I mean, 2017 has been a great year. Like, 
but 2018, I've pre-ordered two games so far. Dissidia Anti Plus for PS4 and the Bayonetta 1 and 2 Collection for Switch. I respect that. I mean, I was ready for Dissidia, but then they showed Yashota from um, Final Fantasy fourteen. And the fact that there's a Final Fantasy fourteen character in there. But weren't there Final Fantasy eleven characters? I don't know. I didn't play eleven. I wouldn't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I blatantly just wouldn't know. There might have been one. I feel like there were Final Fantasy eleven characters and twelve characters. Well, no, which... twelve. Like twelve, yeah. But I feel like there were eleven. Like I. Did the original? So I don't have as much experience with Duodecim, but I know Duodecim added lightning from thirteen. In the original Dissidia, we had Final Fantasy 1 through 12, I really want to say. And then they added the evil side story mode with Duo Decim because it was just an expansion. And they added Lightning, mm-hmm. and that was the interesting thing about actually getting Duo Decim after the original Dissidia release on PSP. Duo Decim came out in 2011. What what I remember pre-ordering the original Dissidia and getting the interchangeable collector's edition sleeves for the case. So what year was that? Two thousand nine ten. Shit. So this yeah yeah they did have Final Fantasy eleven character a character from eleven right characters from eleven. I just uh, didn't play eleven, so I wouldn't know. Which one was eleven? The that was, that was the, the first MMO. Okay, yeah, yeah I, that I was the MMO back it. when you had to connect your PS two to the internet play before that online. was cool. <laughs> before that was cool, that was blasphemy. Hey. Back before Ethernet ports were just on your console. Yeah, right. I think the only Final Fantasy game I haven't played was uh, eight and. I mean, besides 11 and 14. Uh, yeah, shit. The only, ones, 11, 14, the only ones I haven't played 12. are 12, 15. You haven't played 15? No. Not at all? I've played Eight. some. Tw- the only ones I've played for like consistent amounts of time were and 11. 4, 13, and 7. One through seven are must plays. Yeah, to be honest, especially you know how much six and seven of a time six, five. Okay, I'll give you five. Five and four and four and four. 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 Okay, four <laughs> okay, through seven. Three on the DS one was through really good. Ten. Yeah, one through ten seem to be must plays. Well, eh, I, I feel like I feel like eight. I don't. I don't feel. Like and in a few years, they're going to add twelve and. 13 might never reach the Pantheon. I don't... It's not. But it doesn't deserve it. 15 may. 15 has been being treated like a live like, game. It's, it's super gentrified, but it's, it's cool. <sighs> How do you gentrify Final Fantasy? <laughs> Have you played 15? <laughs> Noctis is on a fucking cell phone and you ride in a car. Like, I mean, it's fun. It's a road trip video It's game. a road trip, but at the same time, like, the gameplay on it's... I don't know. It's a Final Fantasy for first-timers. They advertise it perfectly. Right. So that would be the gentrified version. I mean, but I've played... I played Final Fantasy IV on GBA, like... And it was amazing. It was great. It's great. Heck, I, I have 6 and 7 GBA. on my PC. That's just... I have 7 and I 15 on my PS4. I think Final Fantasy V was, like, the last Game Boy game that I got rid of. Like, it took me a while to part with that one. I feel that. Speaking I didn't even have game the Game Boy, Boy games, anymore. 
I just had the cartridge on my hand. I realized Cherish Madrid this. had never played a WarioWare game. So I have WarioWare Inked, and I have WarioWare Touched on the way. And we're going to probably play WarioWare Touched on I have. Yes. I have a WarioWare game in my house. Is it my Game Boy think... WarioWare <laughs> Inked that I just bought another copy of? No, Call it's Twisted. Out. Twisted? That might be my copy of Twisted. <laughs> I didn't say it might not be. I didn't. I never said it's not. It might not be not your copy. I just said it wasn't ink. That's Wario all I said. WarioWare Twisted secretly one of the best WarioWare games. I mean, yeah. I mean, WarioWare Twisted, Ink, and Touch, in my opinion, did no wrong. So, and also, Frobisher says is the best non-Wario Wario yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed that. Frobisher says is a great Vita game to bust out. Like, that was one that got busted out at a couple parties when I was in college, and it was like, how is this working? How is the Vita getting passed around is the fun thing. Because it's a game full of mini-games. Micro-games. So even, small even smaller games. Right. It's like Each game lasts for like 15 seconds. That's a really long and game. And that's a long game. Seconds. Like, three seconds. Like, grab this. Like, catch this. Like... It's just like split, Do it. drop it. Yeah, like drop if it's a rhythm one, you go to like it's those longer rhythm ones where it's like, yeah, you gotta hit X amount of things. Shake like, your ass. Or like certain things, it's like paddle a boat to mm-hmm. this place, or like stuff like that. So remember that game from Twisted? It was the giant hand, and you had to separate the animals from the people. Yeah, man. Was... Every time I think WarioWare, I think Nine Volt. And, like, him having many Nintendo games was always, like, the best. Like, anytime I got to 9-Volt or the Ninja Pizza Delivery Girl, mm-hmm. like... They're many, they had, like, the best minigames. So each character had their own library of minigames. Yeah, so, like, everybody had a style. Like, the rhythm games, there was a guy with an afro. Yeah, he was a DJ. I mean, come on. Of man. course. A DJ with an afro who did disco. Let's break it down. Yeah, he did all the rhythm games. But the music in those rhythm games were... That's the thing about it, though. The whole series had great music, great gameplay, like... Everything about those games... Look, it's a good... It's the definition of a good video game. Yeah. That's just how it is. Well, if story's not what you're focused on, because they had minimal to no story, but they... The gameplay super tight. The characters super strong. The music super strong. Like you were presented with these challenges, and like that was one of the first games I really remember like heavily progressing through. That wasn't like Pokemon. Like I, the first series that I really started. Oh, if I see a game in this series, I'm getting it. Was WarioWare. And it's sad that because of Game and Wario and a few other mistakes, we're probably never going to see another WarioWare game. I mean, never say never. Like, I mean, the Switch so like is the Switch, fucking like, year think, of dreams. Think, like, think about it. Think about it. A WarioWare on Switch. Think yo, about what shenanigans they would get up to with that. <sighs> I would just, die. Like Just done. Put a WarioWare collection on Switch. Like, you done. don't even have to, like, you don't do, even have to do anything. Just give me... Put WarioWare Ink, Twisted, and Touch on the Switch, and I'm sold. I will buy three copies just to make sure that you guys get the message that (laughs) you guys need to be making more Wario games because, like, I realized Madrid had only played Wario Land 3. I think it was Hold on. Come on, man. Let me double check. You're better than this. You're better than this. This was on Game Boy Color, guys. 
No, I played that game. Yeah, I mean, we've all had a little bit of experience with that game because Wario is one of those amiibos that I had to get because of how dope, like... So is, like, that, is that game that bad and I just didn't know? No, 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 it's just one of those... WarioWare Inc.? WarioWare is just... A whole... On another level, it's yeah. just... It's micro games became like when Mario Party was making mini games a thing. WarioWare was like in the back corner making micro games. They're like, "Hey, come, you want to get some of these literally micro games?" Micro <laughs> micro games are like the cocaine of like mini games because it's just one of those. You're in there for like at most ten to fifteen seconds. You're in it out, in it out, in it out, in it out. Like especially with touched. Right, you could like play like a couple of micro, like, like you could play a couple Three of micro games, later. close it, put it in your pocket, come back out, go oh, yeah. right back. Oh, Twisted was great on the SP. Like mm-hmm. it had, it was one of the first games that had motion control on the SP. Yeah, yeah. it was an advanced game that had a. It was uh, an accelerator. Is great is is capable of that? Huh? Yeah, or is it just the game? The no, game, the game itself the in game the cart- cartridge was big. As, it was like an e-reader. It was big <laughs> as hell. Yeah, <laughs> but you saw it in the bottom of your SP, and you're playing twisted games. They're like games where you climb the ladder, and you're sitting there shaking your SP like this, <laughs> like climbing great. the ladder. It was Wario. Or that game with the hand that I was talking about. If you want to move to the left, you got to turn it to the left. You got to turn it to the right. Yeah, I'm gonna. Jalen, bring. I got it. Wario- <laughs> I got it. I got WarioWare inked, and I have WarioWare touched on the way. Like right. we will marathon through, like, sh- and then like I got Frobisher says and all the DLC already on the Vita. Like we can play this. Do- like the fact that Madrid has not played this game, any of these games. Give me like, right. Yeah. Gotcha. I feel like next. So after Frobisher says the logical conclusion is letting him play Hohokam for about an hour and letting him Hohokam. play Nog eventually in VR. See, I want to play more Nog. I want to play more Nog. Like, VR is just such a like. Well, that's a, the thing about VR, because I've been looking at it because my PC is, I could, if I wanted to buy an Oculus, I could run it on my PC. The thing about it is... Don't do Oculus. I'm not. <laughs> I, I got a PSVR before. No, 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 no. It's... Honestly, I don't see myself in. I was any any time I'm thinking, yeah, I'll invest in the VR. Nintendo does something, and I'm oh, like, oh yeah, and I'm like, really, uh, the Switch is the reason I haven't like, gotten back into VR. That's there's a Doom VR experience, yeah, and I have not played. And that. apparently, the light gun that you could get with Farside makes that experience like even better. Oh, I'm waiting on them to release modified move controllers before I really get into any of these things. Because even the HTC Vive is teasing that they're going to upgrade their hand controllers. And the Oculus motion controllers are so good. One more thing. Just so... One more thing! thing. Didn't Sony say we're going to be able to change our name soon? Finally? Yes! They hinted at it. God. (laughs) No more Quinn underscore person. What also means Anton can actually... (laughs) And that also means Anton's going to have to change his E3 predictions this year. Next year. Uh, Every single year for the PlayStation press conference, it always says they're going name to, change. Name change. Because hopeful, like no, I, so no, I, I feel you. I feel you. Optimism, like I've dealt with Kai one. Speak it into okay. existence. I saw Blue Waffle Liquor playing Destiny the other day. I I don't know if this guy's excited. No, or hurt. no, he's definitely excited. Remember, um, 
Please, Shuhei, <laughs> with the well, bad PSN they names. They still do that. Uh, on Kind of Funny Games Daily, they still have a segment of your bad PSN name. <laughs> and so, what was it? Milf Masher? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there was... <laughs> Look, I'm, I, I, I really, I'm, I'm happy y'all can finally change your names. Like, I, oh, my bad PR. It's time to rebrand. It's rebranding time. That's, right. that's all it is. It's just time to rebrand. Kai 157 has been through some things. Like, I have it's play of the game, Kai 157. Like, <laughs> By Quinn. <laughs> but, when we, like, it's rebrand. T- it's time to rebrand. Like, it's I'm, time for... Do you? Yeah, no, don't <laughs> definitely don't shout it out on the podcast. Somebody will come Yet. snipe your PSN. Yeah, wait till you have. That, wait till you have it. Wait till and just you be like, I'm bad back. Secure. Exactly. Oh yeah, no. I, it's coming. Yeah. Yo, if That's we can it. change it more than once, I have some PSN names that like I'm going to message the people that own these PSN names because I added them as friends. <laughs> I was like, I typed this in. I wonder if this is. Yeah, oh, somebody got this? Let me add them as a friend so I can message them. So if we ever get to change our name, I call their name. Yeah, you you, you solved that. I'm good. I got it. My oh, PSN yeah. name no. certified classic. I'm good. My new PSN name, I get uh, nobody has. So Nobody has? Yeah. I think my the one I want, somebody might have, but I, they shouldn't. Search it. And add them as a friend. And, like, you might have to PayPal them some money to be like, hey, change Who knows? They might be ready for a rebranding, too. True. That's the thing. That's the thing about it. It's like, it's, we live in a digital age. We are our own brands. You gotta, yeah, gotta make sure it's right. Pablo West. (laughs) I'm looking after that one. (laughs) (laughs) To me, that name goes super hard. Like, on PSN to be St. Pablo West. That's really hard. Um, so, anything else happen with you guys? Like, I know we're coming back off of a long break, and so, but I like I was deprived of games for ten Shit. days, and so coming back, I played. I've been playing a lot of Nier. I've been playing a lot of Zelda. I've been playing a lot of Rocket League. I've been. Pl- I don't know what that was. It sounded like a motorcycle having a heart attack. Um, <laughs> At this moment, this motorcycle knew it fucked up. <laughs> Record crash. Yeah, that's me. You're probably wondering how I got here. That's my body over there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. I mean, so, I haven't got a chance to play a lot of games, but shout out to Hearthstone. That free Cobalt dungeon runs that you could get for Cobalt and Catacombs. It's all free. It's dungeon runs. It's a lot of fun. It's so much fun. So what you do is, it's a dungeon run. So you have eight bosses. And you have a small deck at the beginning and like a health pool of like 15. And after every victory, you get your deck, you get to pick uh, packs to expand your deck. And then you'll get treasures that just break the game. Like there's one that I always pick for just for fun, and it basically... it casts and giggles. Yeah. It, basically what it does is that it casts Pyroblast, which is a 10-mana cost, one of the hardest-hitting spells of the game, at the face until someone dies. That's it. You play it, it's just Fireball, 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 because each Fireball does, like, 10 damage, and you only have... 30? Well, no, no, no. And In Dungeon Runs, your health pool can get absurd. Like, there was a point where I was sitting at, like, 90 health. Oh, that's good. Just eating Fireballs. 
Like, I just got all the health, as much health I could, as I could, and just started eating fire, Pyroblast. And it was hilarious. I won that match. Yeah, and it was bet. hilarious. After sitting through, like, 15 Pyroblasts. So, Hearthstone, one thing, I read an article on Kotaku that the new expansion actually makes Hearthstone harder for new players to get into. Yes and no. See, Hearthstone. See, the thing about Hearthstone, and this is something they do to make it, to make, to make it easier to keep it from keep having the destiny problems that i was saying all the time where it's like oh it's gone too long there's no way i can get up keep up is with hearthstone you have standard and wild yeah and wild you can play whatever cards you want from any expansion but in standard you're relegated to the last two or three expansions that year of that year yeah you just can only use those cards so currently you can only use like frozen throne kobolds and catacombs and i want to say Ungoro. And that keeps that keeps the pools more sensible. I want to I wish Hearthstone at this point would would release like a $50 like hey, you buy this and you get all the adventures up until now because I have none of the adventures and the pricing model on them right now I is mean, insane. As someone who played a lot of the adventures, they're all right, but it's like Cobalt's the dungeon runs is and how much of the dungeon runs after you no 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 it's only free oh. I've played <laughs> I literally played dungeon runs for two hours oh, no, don't just sitting wrong. on events no 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 it's free okay it's so like you could a... play it on your phone you could play it on oh, like, yeah. I, like I'm sitting on iPad I've ever had space on my phone and Blizzard has teased Overwatch and Hearthstone on the Switch bam. Like, ah, Switch console of the generation. Like, they are coming up. uh, PS4 was one of my favorite consoles ever. And Switch is already shitting on it in less than a year on the market. I mean, yeah, because think about it. At this point, who did Sony have to compete with this year? Pre-Switch. I mean, last year. In a pre-Switch world. This I'm generation like, pre-switch, wow, exactly. pre-switch world. In a pre-switch world, I don't Sony, remember life before the switch. Pre in a pre-switch world, Shit. Sony's only competition was don't screw this up. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta snap that Joy-Con on there for oh, the one yeah. time. Satisfaction. That's one of the reasons, like we're in, we're back in a real console war again, like it feels an good. honest to god console war. So it's just content now. It's like. Give it to us. Right. You either in it or you're not. The crazy part is I don't know whose first party output I'm more excited for. Nintendo's or Sony's. Nintendo has a Pokemon game coming to the Switch in the pipeline. The Last of Us Two is in the pipeline. Metroid Prime four is in the pipeline. Bayonetta 3, Soul Calibur 6, Dragon Ball Fighters. This is getting ridiculous. But I mean like Dragon Ball Fighters. And there's still that Final Xbox. Fantasy 7 remake that Capcom's just been that Square has been sitting on. Bandai Namco is developing that. So what? Yeah, Bandai Namco can high end to low end like Oh yeah, Bandai Namco could do it all. They're like. flexible. They they've been making great Naruto games for a because long Because the thing time. about it they handle like they went and they did the smart thing. Like, early on, when Dragon Ball games actually started coming to America, they scooped that up. When Gundam games started coming to America, they scooped that up. Like, Bandai Namco's on their job when it comes to their IPs. Yeah. I mean, most Japanese developers, they're finally hitting their stride with this current generation of consoles, but, like, to have 
like Japanese games like that are of high quality, like of better quality than anybody's expecting. Like for the fact that Mario, Zelda, Near, Persona, all of these games that are on I've accepted our, the fact that Near is just my game of the year. I'm just gonna say it now. Like, yeah, I've I mean, accepted that. Zelda fact. is my game of the like, year. I, like unless Persona. Nier like really comes out of the blue. No, and, no, no. It's I don't see Near being your game of the year just because from what I know of the type of games you like. I mean, this year is questioning the types of the games I like. It, Destiny 1 was my game of the year multiple years, and now Destiny 2 is not on that. It's on that list just because I mean the friend aspect of it, but like... Like, it's only on that list because, aspect. you know, the mixtape. That's the only reason it's on. Okay, yeah, my mixtape is one of those. I play Des- At this point, I only play Destiny... To play PvP, so I can work on that mixtape. Okay, speaking of, Prometheus Lens is going fucking digital right now. Zer is gone, isn't he? No, Zer leaves on Tuesday. Okay, well, go home and buy Prometheus Lens, Jalen. Like, even if they nerfed that gun into the Oh, no, I'm going to get it so I could have it. Yeah. I need to fill out that collection. What you talking about, man? What you talking about? You think I'm just going to let an exotic just... What? What? I'm copying every exotic What? It's like... He understands me. I need exotics like I need that bag. Just blatantly. Just secured. secured. Deposited. Just done. But yeah, also, my my mixtape is getting pretty filthy. I had I, a, I saw you with that uh twenty kills. I was like, oh. That twenty efficiency? Mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. ooh, ooh, he's coming for my spot. Ooh. That was a competitive match. Mm-hmm. Ooh. And if only all my friends had the fucking super dirty had the expansion, super we could run nasty. some trials. But you know, well, now that I might actually have it's a chance to play games. Crazy. Okay, so Destiny Two is locking people out of content that they had previously. So they previously had the Prestige Nightfall and Raid. And one of the problems people had with Destiny One is that the raids didn't scale with your level. Now in Destiny 2, the raid is scaling with our level, and it, they're adding raid layers, and they're adding all these things to have... People are being locked out of content, and they're getting locked out of more than before. And a lot of people are really mad about this. Okay, the thing about Destiny 2 is that, because I have the, I still have the Destiny subreddit subscribed oh, yeah. on from, yep. you know, but, but it's one of those, like... Look, people have been mad since week one. And it's like... People are going to be mad. Haters are going to hate. Hate Hardcore nerds going like, to be hardcore, hardcore nerds. Hardcore nerds going to be hardcore nerds. But it's just one of those like... Nerds! At this point, I can... <laughs> at this point, I can barely tell what they're mad about these days. It's just like, they're just mad Sometimes about... you just want to be mad. Right, honestly, <laughs> I oh, no. feel like no, no, the no. games see, that see. give... No fucks about player feedback. Like, in my opinion, like, Breath of the Wild has made... They improved the frame rate a little bit in certain areas. No, 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 I'm not complaining about them being mad. What I'm saying is, I I see the fact that they're all mad, and I'm like, cool. Let me do another dungeon run. (laughs) Definitely. Like, Like, let me... That's the thing about it. It's one of those, like... That's one of the main reasons why Destiny is not in my console at all. Sitting on the shelf. And it's very nice steel bookcase. Right. I mean, I, it's in my favorites folder, and I've opened it a few times, but... I mean, I'm going to open up tonight just to cop that gun, and then... 
Hey. You should probably play with that gun while it's broken in PvP. Yeah, give it a try. Just to it's see like a special what that's mode. Like. It's yeah. like it's laser really like... la- laser death race. Because okay. I mean, I'll I'll give it a shot. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna wrap it up for this week. Uh, as always, you can follow us all on Twitter. Um, collectively at Cheesy Controller without the last E. I'm at Anton Six of Three X's. You can find me anywhere at Squid Bishop. Madrid. Speedwagon X. Alright, and this has been a No It's Good production. And until next time, keep it cheesy.